Welcome to Respect My Crown. I am Jillian J.J. Simmons, and now is the time to manifest your visions, your dreams, and to accomplish your goals. Respect My Crown is a support system that encourages women to deepen in spirituality, sisterhood, accountability, and service. Our special guest today, she is a mother of two beautiful young ladies. She's an actress, a model, a reality TV star. She's Reggie's Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I've had the pleasure of working alongside this amazing woman for the last year on a radio show. And it's been a pleasure getting to know you too, a different side of Tammy. Um, I wanted to introduce uh, Tammy Roman to the show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. I let am me, doing let great. Let me push up. I feel like it's about to get deep. <laughs> I got my Oprah face <laughs> yeah, on today, like, too. What? Okay. I don't know this JJ. Yeah. <laughs> so we first met, it was in uh, 2013. I was really intimidated when I first met you because I only knew the persona from TV. Okay. And so I was like, Tammy about to come in here. She's going to pop off about something. And I was like, oh, I could just, I just knew it was going to happen. And then I met this other person. Mm-hmm. And I, it do, people <laughs> often, you know, tell you like, are they shocked when they meet you? And they're like, oh, you're really down to earth. Like, I think they are. I think that uh, VH1 and Basketball Wives has done a very good <laughs> job of creating, uh, you know, that character, that yeah. persona that most people are familiar with yeah unfortunately and fortunately because you know for the people in the hood yeah where i be most of the time right right you know i got my street cred oh don't get it twisted (laughs) tammy keeps it real tammy keeps it real she quick jj i'm not doing it don't call me no more goodbye okay i'm right (laughs) you know so it's it's a double-edged sword but you know I'm not going to say it's not me. Yeah. But it's not all of me. It's not all of you. You, you watch reality TV shows I do. too. What's like your favorite? What's Tell me what not not don't tell me the your favorite. Tell okay. me what you think is the best reality TV show of all time. Oh wow, The Real World. Real World. Yes. The original? The original. Okay. Yes. All right. Season 2, the one I was on. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I say that because all of what we're watching now spawned from that. It and did. at the time that we did that, we didn't even know what it was going to be, what it was. Yeah. And so it created this whole phenomenon that, you know, we're so tuned into today. Oh my gosh. So and it has to be the best. It's and who who's your favorite reality TV star? Uh, me, no. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna do Cardi B. Me, 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 me. mine. <laughs> um, no, uh, I. You know, I love Nene. Of course, um, Cynthia Bailey. Love her. Marlo, I'm yeah. like a candy. I'm a real big fan. If you can't tell, yeah. of Real Housewives of Atlanta. No kidding. So really enjoy them. <laughs> like, are you the person who's like DVRing it to watch it, or are you like I DVR it to yeah. watch it? Yeah, because I don't. I'm never available when it comes on. Yeah. But I want to make sure that I have it taped so when I sit down, I can just watch everything. Yes. You know, yeah. I would. Besides you, of course, uh, I really love Candy yeah. on reality TV because I feel like she's one of the first people I saw who really milked reality TV oh, the way Candy, it's supposed to listen, be done. Listen, let me tell you something. That Candy Burris, <laughs> she keeps a check. She keeps okay? a check. And she, but but that that's a testament to her business acumen anyway. Oh, yeah. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? Like, we act like... 
oh, Candy, you know, and we're familiar with her because of the platform that she's on now. But yeah. Candy been making money. She's been making money. You know, we forget she's been writing songs. Oh, and, yeah. You know, involved with film That's for right. a very long time. Oh, so. yeah. There's and has, she, you know, all her other businesses. She so. got all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I remember her saying, like, you know, when I get on here, I know what to promote. And... I'm I'm making money. Yes. Not just from the TV, but yes. what I'm promoting and residual like, income. At least eight smart. streams. I think she has. I've been <laughs> counting because I'm trying to play catch up. But uh, you get yeah, them she, checks. She gets it done. <laughs> you took a, a hiatus though, right, from reality TV yeah. for like almost ten years. It it was about exactly about ten years because. Once I came off of the real world, like I said, people didn't know what it was. So they thought we were acting. So (laughs) they started calling me in for auditions and I was booking jobs. And I'm the type of person that like, I'm very serious about anything that I, you know, decide to do or delve into. So I was like, I think I need to learn how to really do this. So I studied with Chip Fields, who is Kim Fields' mother and one of the best acting coaches in the game. And I studied with her for like four years and became really serious about the craft. Yeah. And so I, you know, then I was a thespian. Yeah. So it's like, I can't do reality. (laughs) I'm too big for this. I'm too big for this. You know, I'm just, (laughs) I'm trying to do Broadway, you know? And, um, you know, so I, I vowed never to return. Yeah. That was my thought process. I'm never returning. And it was a good, long 20-year career yeah. of, you know, making TV and pilots and films and, you know, just doing what I love. And then, and then, and then life came happens, back. Yeah. you know, and uh, my series, a lot of people don't know when I went on to Basketball Wives, I had just come off of a series for CBS called Moonlight. Mm. It got canceled. Oh, wow. And that's why I was like, okay, now what are we going to do? What are we going to do? How are we going to eat? Yeah, how are we going to pay these bills again? Yeah. And so, um, I, you know, I worked a year at Morgan Stanley. Wow. Because I had moved to New York and the show was canceled. And I was like, what am I going to do? And I've never been afraid of work. Yeah. So I went back to my corporate background. Really? And started, yeah. I did People not know, know that. that. Finance department at Morgan Stanley. And, um, wow. yeah, I know how to make you money. I just don't know how to keep mine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so I did that for like a year. And then I was on the train one day and somebody said, where are you going? And I said, to work. And they said, uh-uh, this is not your calling. Mm. You need to get back on TV. Yeah. And I said, you think, you think, you know, just having yeah. a conversation on the train. The number, It's a long ride from the Bronx <laughs> to, uh, you know, uh, Wall Street. And so this lady was talking my head off. But I think I'm thankful for her because yeah. she was like, no, I'm, I'm your one of your Moonlight fans. And I've seen yeah. hair show. And she started listing my resume. And then that got me to thinking, well, girl, you have done a lot. Hey. You know, not that. Morgan Stanley, uh, you know, was a bad thing, but I was treating it like it was going to be the thing instead mm. of an interim thing. Right. And so I said, you know, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out how to get back on TV. Yeah. <clears throat> and everything happens in my life in a weird way. When I got on Real World, I went home for the weekend, and they had a marathon of the Real World. Yeah. I had never heard of it, and I was wow. like, oh, I'm gonna get on that. Yeah. And I went home this Friday, and they were doing. Basketball wise, the first season. Oh my god! And I was like, "Well, I'm gonna get on that." <laughs> and so, you know, I, I, I make the calls and my due diligence, yeah. and the rest is history. Yeah. Got on basketball wise. I'm glad that you mentioned that. You know, working, going mm-hmm. back to work, especially now. You saw in the news about oh, yeah, the guy. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. y'all people need to eat. 
And they, exactly. got, and they got to take care of their mm-hmm. families. And and it's okay to make that decision. Well, I, th- my, cause you know, because I had to do a whole rant about it because I was on Twitter looking at some other stuff. <laughs> and then I saw that from yeah. Fox News. And it really pissed me off because yeah. I think that's the state of the world today is that, you know, our only representatives or icons or role models are people who are on TV, in the music business, or play a sport. Oh, yeah. Regular working, everyday working people mm-hmm. should be the people that we look up to. Our teachers, right. our lawyers, our doctors, oh, yeah. our... The, let me tell you something. If that UPS man don't bring my package by 12 noon, like He's I paid for... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Those are the people that are making the fabric of oh, America yeah. You're work. Right. You're right. And so it pissed me off. And so I had to do a whole rant about it, you know, because, and luckily, ironically, he got a job. With Tyler, uh, with Perry, Tyler right? Perry, Yeah. I said, well, let me do a video about my damn self. You know, let me I put thought myself about that too. <laughs> I was like, how can I Let me talk to the people for with me. With Tyler. Uh, <laughs> you know. You know, I was telling my daughter the other day, you know, you and you and I talk and you know my situation and I and, and she was like, Mommy, well why don't you just work at a place that you like? Like Chick fil A and I was oh. like, you know But you know Chick fil A paid thirteen dollars an hour. Do they? I didn't know that. Girl. And Trader Joe's, I found out, pays 22. Let me, let me go You know what I'm saying? That's more than I was making when I first started. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Okay. If it gets tight again, right. I don't know where to go. Girl, listen, it's not a game. But I love that my daughter doesn't look at it like that. Right. She doesn't look and at it. And she shouldn't. But she doesn't see mommy the celebrity or the, right. the radio person right. either. You know what I mean? Right. But right. that's right. that's good, and I, and I hope that it stays that way. You know, there have been a lot of reality TV stars that we've seen we've seen deal with domestic abuse, Mm -hmm. right? Um, You've had Emily B. just recently with Fabulous. Um, You know, Kay Michelle told her story um, of abuse. Uh, your arch nemesis, uh, (laughs) Evelyn, and then you've dealt with domestic abuse in the past too, Mm -hmm. with um, with your husband uh kenny anderson and many before him and many before oh girl and that's the thing it happens over and over and i know from the outside looking in sometimes people say like how can these strong you know minded women Mm -hmm. get themselves into these types of relationships Mm -hmm. but it's actually really common for it to happen Mm -hmm. to anybody you know even the strongest Right, right woman but why do you think we end up in these types of relationships. Um, I know that some people would say you you attract what you are, and um, you know um, we look for certain characteristics in men that aren't really substantial enough, so that we can see past the BS. Oh, yeah. I think the I think the reason for me why I ended up in that type of relationship was for my desire, which I think all women instinctually have, to be loved. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we all you know? want this happily ever yeah, after. Happily ever, the white picket fan, yeah. you know, and, and the house and the two kids, you know, and the dog. But, um, you know, for me, it's like you're, you're not, it's not necessarily that you're looking for a certain type of man, or in my situation, it wasn't. It, it's just the strongest woman at the core of her yeah. She just wants to be loved. That's Even it. women that have their fathers oh, yeah. in their lives, you know, because a lot of women like to say, well, I didn't have my daddy, so I got daddy issues. I don't, yeah. I don't play no. into that at all. Yeah. I just think, you know, we want to be needed. We're nurturing. We're maternal. We're yeah. that by nature. So yeah. we want that, you know, oh, um, yeah. interaction with yeah. 
you know, with the with the other sex. And then when you're in it, it's so insidious. You don't even realize the abuse is happening sometimes. And you're caught in like a web. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I remember you and I had a conversation about... Um, you know this guy isolating you from your from your mm-hmm. mother mm-hmm. and in and you just look up and it happens you know what i mean right. you're like wait I well I, I think it's because we don't process what's actually happening because we're in it so much for what we desire to to accomplish from the relationship oh, we just ignore we it we just ignore it, it you know and so for i know with my relationship my marriage with kenny because that's that's the one i speak about the most only because people can identify with the person i'm talking about yeah like if i talk about eddie from college nobody knows who we the hell who? eddie is exactly. <laughs> but we want to so, know though <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but i don't want people to think that i'm bashing kenny because yeah. in truth we were both very very young yeah two completely different people you know a lot of money involved, you know, mm-hmm. a, a different lifestyle involved. And I'm not making excuses for his behavior, but I can certainly empathize now. Oh, yeah. The Tammy now is very understanding of the situation that we were in. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I think for me in that, in, in that particular situation, to speak to your question, um, I just wanted so badly to have a situation where it was completely different than what I grew up in. Mm. And so my mom was was a single mom. She worked three jobs and was an amazing mother. But I always envisioned that house that had yeah. the, you know, the father, the mother, the kids. Yeah. And we are going to make this work by any means necessary. Yes. And then you couple that with the fact that I was raised as a Muslim in the Muslim faith. And so women are very submissive oh, yeah. and taught that the man is the head of the household. Yeah. So I just was like, see biscuit you know it's like yeah (laughs) choosing choosing not to see all of the signs you know sidebar i did not know that you got some puerto rican in you Mm -hmm. (laughs) i did not know that you go Mm -hmm. to the puerto rican festival i don't i I am a black woman through and through and not to not to uh you know let go of that side of my lineage yeah. but you know he wasn't there and so I don't identify okay. with that side yeah. you know what I mean it's okay. not like I, I don't speak Spanish you know <laughs> <laughs> you know my hair done done a couple of changes or two <laughs> you know in texture you know so I just I am black <laughs> that is so funny I'm sorry I had to mention that um, you know it was it was my it was my father who actually pulled me out of that toxic relationship um, even though I didn't know I was being abused, he's the one mm-hmm. who helped to pull me out. Mm-hmm. Um, when when you and I first met, um, your mother had just passed away, right. and I was dealing with the um, passing of my father. So your mm-hmm. mom passed away in 2013. Mm-hmm. My dad passed away in 2012. And um, I remember us having a conversation about... Um, being where you are, feeling how you feel at that time and knowing that it was okay. And I don't know about you, but since my father has passed and it's been six years, Mm -hmm. um, I still have moments where I am angry and I'm like, no, you're not here. Mm -hmm. I need advice. Mm -hmm. Do you ever have moments? Every day. Oh my God. Like literally every day. There's some... Thing that'll happen in my life and I go now see you you, you can't see this yeah. or uh, you know I'll find myself going past somewhere that we used to frequent and then that causes me to have oh, that yeah. memory you know what I mean or 
I will pick up the phone sometimes. Like this. T- yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I have done that. Can't I ha- tell her that. Yeah. You know, or I'm having a problem with lyric and jazz and I want to call, you know, it's like, yeah. I need somebody. So literally every single day there is something yeah. that makes me, or I just get mad at God. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Well, I don't know why? what you was thinking. What was you why? doing? <laughs> yes. Yes. You couldn't have just let us hang around. Yes. You know? Sometimes when someone passes, it is, we look at it as a detriment because we're so hurt and we're so affected by the loss. Oh, yeah. But I had to come to the realization that he took my mother away from me. And this this helped, the processing of this helped me get over the anger. Yeah. That he took my mother away from me so that I could grow up. Oh, my god. Because as long as she was around... <sighs> I was I was never gonna do it. <laughs> I know it. I was never gonna I know at it. my age, you know, forty eight years old. If he hadn't taken her, yeah. I still would be mommy. Can you? Yeah. yeah. Mommy, did you? Yeah. Mommy, will you? You know what I mean. So, and what do you think is the biggest thing that you've learned about yourself since she's passed away? I'm a procrastinator. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. About like daily function <laughs> not business function like washing the dishes yeah like, I'm gonna you know like it. i put them in the dishwasher and it's like well why won't you start it why can't you just go ahead on and just handle up on that so you can put them out yeah and, or you know like the laundry will get super super high yes and then i'll look at it and i'm like now this is i get to the I point where stuff starts annoying me yeah you know like i'm i'm clean so i don't want anybody to misconstrue that because then they'll be trying to say i'm a nasty ass <laughs> you know what i'm saying but no that's not what i'm saying but uh, uh, you know, it's just I will take a long time. Like I'll bring the mail in, and it'll just sit there. Yeah. And then you know, it's yeah. like the people will call and go, "What well, did you pay the bill?" And I'm like, "I never oh. got a bill." Oh, though that over there, that's oh, been that's there. Oh, it's in there. I forgot to look at that. Yeah, you know, so it's you one of those. Learn that. And my mother, because she handled all she of that. She did it all for you. Like yeah. literally, my entire life. It's like people want, you know someone to manage things like she managed yeah. my entire life and all I had to do was get up go to work yeah. come back food yeah. was ready you know what I mean yeah. like and so now it's just kind of like wow I gotta do I gotta all grow of up. this by myself, Look, by myself. By myself, yeah, and then try to educate and lead two people beneath me and show them how to do <laughs> this. Exactly. By myself, so, yeah, it's a lot. Sometimes it, they ask me stuff and I'm like, I, I don't, know. I don't know. Google don't it. Know. Thank you for Googling YouTube, you know? Um, when when you don't have that other person to lean on, you do end up learning a lot about yourself. I learned a lot about myself, too. Um, I know that your mother would be very proud of you right now. You, I, I mean, so. you already know. You are doing a lot of amazing things. I mean, you're doing movies with Octavia Spencer. I mean, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, she's amazing. You know, and I'm happy to see you doing more acting. Um, Bonnet Chronicles is now a web series yes. on title, which, yes. is, which is huge. And now you have some other things that are going on in your life. Um, tell us about your, your acting. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm glad to be back to scripted programming because I can just go and be the character and I don't have to worry about what anybody's going to think about it, yes. say about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, well, that's how he wrote her. You yes. know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> you know, we've got the series uh, with Octavia Spencer and um, Michael Beach is on that. Tracy Toms, Makai Pfeiffer, Hanifa Wood. 
Woods, like oh, really wow. uh, uh, Ron Cephas Jones, uh, an amazing cast. Um, and I'm excited about everybody getting to see that. That's actually not going to start airing until 2019. Oh, we got to um, wait. You got to wait. Cause it's, yeah. That's a great tease. Thanks, yeah. Tammy. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. They're probably going to kill me for saying that, too. Oh. But, <laughs> um, yeah. So we have that. Yeah. And uh, just did a movie with um, Chris Stokes called Fall Girls. Mm. Uh, and I'm excited about people to see that because it's kind of like a weekend at Bernie's esque type yeah. of movie and so it's a lot of newcomers in it but uh, Amara Lenegra is in it um, and I think this is her first film and another young lady Paris Phillips it's her first film but I'm excited for yeah. people to see that because it's comedy and it's fun and oh, I get good. to just show up and have a good time yes and Chris Stokes has some good movies oh, no, too he's done some good yeah. stuff mm -hmm. you know and um Another film with Romney Malco and Regina Hall called Prison Logic. Gosh, what in the and world do you have time to do movies? Like I, you yeah, I squeeze it in because I don't know if I'm going to be here tomorrow. So I just be like, <laughs> let me get it in today, child. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. So yeah. what, what is it? Uh, it it's um, based on a character that Romney created, similar to how like I have that persona of the bonnet lady. He yeah. has this persona, Tijuana Jackson. Oh. And so uh, this person has been in jail. And while in jail, he becomes a motivational speaker yeah. well when he gets out he decides he's going to join this reality show oh my gosh. Uh, for motivational speakers and uh, <laughs> I play his sister oh my yeah. god and so that was a lot of fun because yeah. he's super super talented and and his comedy is like very wry and dry but yeah. you know and so that that's new for me because I'm usually over the top yeah you know so to kind of be able to hone it in the and dry comedy is laugh. funny yeah that's, that's it, me it was all good. day it was good oh uh, I am excited yeah. um you know, you have a, a milestone birthday that'll be coming up soon. 50? Yes. Yes. That yes, I got a year in between now. You do. But it's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. It's you know, way. it's, it's on the way. You're closer to 50 than 40. And this is okay? true. This is and, true. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just a few years younger than you, but I've been checking off things on my bucket list. Mm. Okay. Do you have a bucket list? Are there things that you're like, I got to do this? before I'm out of here. I don't have a bucket really? list because I pretty much have done everything I wanted to do. Tammy, there's nothing left that you no. are like, I need to go here. I want to visit this place or I want to do this. Like, really? No. Dang. <laughs> what fun is? I mean, Tammy's yeah, like, I'm yeah, totally going, I can walk into 7-Eleven and hit the lot. Oh, that's, you know, <laughs> that's good. If I could make that a bucket list item. No, but I haven't. I really you feel like done. you've lived a really good life. Yeah. Like, you've done a lot. Yeah. Okay. Now, Lord, don't misconstrue. I ain't ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to think I'm done being here. Okay, so then let, let me, me try to add something. Hold on, hold on. Let me write this down. Let me write this on the list. Um, if, is there an actor that you would mm. like to work with? Yes. Vincent D'Onfrio, uh, Cicely Tyson, oh, gosh. and Diana Ross. Yeah. I would love to be able to do a project with her yeah. similar to what she gave us in Lady Sings the Blues. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, if we could find that. Look, how are we going to pull this off? Yeah. <laughs> Sicily, that girl, she a bad No, that, she a bad listen, girl. Listen, my Still. first... She, she's been one of my favorite actresses for a long time. When I first fell in love with her was the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. Mm. And I did not know... That she was a character, like I mean, that's how you thought it was engulfed. her. Yeah, like, I was like, well, they done found her. Jane Pittman for real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but and then to see Cicely 
in real life, I was like, this is it. This is what I want to do. Like yeah. I, you know, my druthers of a role would be to be able to dig into something like that. Yeah. Not not play the pretty girl, you know, not the the DA. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those glossy roles, but something that you really We're gonna can make you get a slave. Gritty. We're going to make you a slave. I I can do the slave thing. <laughs> I feel like I'd be in the house though, so we we may not really be getting the full experience of it, you know. Probably not. Yeah, because Hallie did a little slave thing, and we didn't really get. We We didn't didn't take her seriously. We didn't really. (laughs) We didn't take her seriously. And I love Hallie. (laughs) Like she's gonna kill me. But Halle Berry is like a person that um, I I worked with her on her show, Extant, and she is like one of those people that DMs me, texts me. Yeah. Stop it. Don't do that. See, you're, you know, when uh, I'm doing good, she's like, okay. Yeah. And when I'm fucking up, she's like, nah, hey. Come on, you bring it back together. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, That's sweet. You know, but so she'll probably kill me for that. But you ain't lying. Because you know we didn't get it from her. But we got it from Lupita. You know? <laughs> we felt it. We took her seriously. Respect My Crown has four elements, Tammy. There is spirituality, accountability, sisterhood, and service. Mm-hmm. So... When you think of spirituality, you know, I, I remember us having a conversation about um, you. I don't know if it was a lie, if it was the truth. But I will, you, when I asked you, why I did you move to Houston? You were like, I moved here because of my church. Yeah, and that's I said, true. You moved, to, you, you moved to Houston. You told yeah, me. Miss Wright. <laughs> so I joined yeah. Fountain of Praise. Did you? Officially joined two weeks ago. Very I get good. baptized on Sunday. I've oh, never been baptized. I know. never been baptized. I've never been baptized. I know. I've been living this whole life uh, unholy. So (laughs) I'm going to get it together now. But yeah. So what is your church life like now? Like, is it... Okay. Are you a church goer? You watch online? Okay. So I don't miss six Sundays. Okay. (laughs) Remus Wright is so uh, powerful with the way that he delivers the word that there are only a few, a handful of pastors that I feel make me feel the way he Mm, feel. mm -hmm. He made me feel. So I'm constantly comparing. Yeah. So when I go into a church, if I don't get that, then it becomes an online situation and, or I just put it on hold until I can get back to Houston. Okay. So yeah. I'm just keeping. Up. So I listen yeah. to TD. Yeah. You know, uh, Pastor John Gray. Yes. Um, here in California, when I'm here, I go to a church called Shepherd of the Hills. Okay. And and I'm going to be honest with that. I go because I know I need to go into the house of the Lord. The yeah. Pastor Dudley is an amazing pastor, but he doesn't give me the Remus effect. Yeah. But yeah. I know I just yeah. need to be in the house of the Lord. But I still pay my tithes to found the praise. Do you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, yeah. I I mean, it's really important to me that I I. That I'm connected. Now, yes. what's your prayer life like? Like, do you pray? Oh, every day, multiple times throughout the day. Yeah. You know, yeah. as soon as I open my eyes, before I go to bed, and then I'll find myself in traffic, you know, and, and I'll say a quick prayer. Or if I'm on set, I'll say yeah. a quick prayer. And I and I was actually taught that by Remus because I felt like I wasn't designating enough time to prayer and mm. I was a person who prayed before I went to bed right and right. so you know through his teachings he said prayer time is any time yeah. of the day oh, yeah. that you can allocate whether it's one minute 
10 minutes, you know, as long yes. as you're spending time talking yes. to God. Yes. And so I was like, okay, then I'm good. Yes. Because, you yes. know, like, I'm here, like, in the line at you yeah. know, Starbucks. It doesn't have to look just, a certain yeah, way. It doesn't right? have to, you know, I could just be like, Lord Jesus, you know, and talk to him while I'm waiting <laughs> yes. for yes. my crap. I love, oh, you're so silly. I cannot stand you. <laughs> um, there's always work that needs to be done when mm-hmm. in regards to self-improvement while we talking about Jesus, this is true. right? So finish this line. Mm-mm. Jesus is still working on my. Well, that there's a comma, comma, commas. <laughs> so I'll try to pick one. Just give me one. Okay. Jesus is still working on my inability to control my tone when I'm speaking to others. Really? Mm-hmm. You are you the you pop off? Are you popping off? I don't off think I, I don't pop off, but I just think that sometimes the way I say things rubs people the wrong yeah. way. Yeah. And then when I feel like I took time to say it nicely, <laughs> it's too late. Though. Then they say I'm being condescending or I'm like, talking to them like they're stupid. You know what I'm saying? I'm like I can't figure it out. That is so funny, though. I think it takes it would take somebody to really get to know you, though, to understand that you really don't mean it. Yeah, I don't mean it it from a negative place. It's something just come out, and they just you ask me, I'm just gonna give you the answer. You know, or you know, with my children, it's like you you've known me how long? Like, why are you offended by how I said take out the damn trash? You know, like that's not gonna stay. You know, but um, yeah, I'm working on that. You I've, know, I've been told I don't know how to talk to people. Really? Yeah. And you really are working on it. So you're really conscious of it. I am. I am. That's I good. am. That's good. I, I know, mean, I'm trying. And we all, like I said, we all have those <laughs> things that we have to work on. I'm glad you mentioned your kids too. Because, um, you know, one part of Respect My Crown is accountability. And I realized that raising kids is not easy. When um, I had my daughter and I asked the doctor where was the manual for her, he was like, there ain't one. (laughs) There isn't one. And I was like, oh, God. (laughs) So, you know, so raising kids is one thing. But then when you're raising girls, Mm -hmm. like I'm raising a little Mm -hmm. girl, too, um, it's a whole different situation. And I'm not going to lie. Like, sometimes I fear for my daughter, when I look at my own personal mm-hmm. experiences, like mm-hmm. we talked about being in these abusive relationships, relationships. Mm-hmm. and stuff, um, you know, it frightens me sometimes. And I, you seem to be very close to your girls. Do you have these open conversations with them? And, and how do you create a space where they feel comfortable to come talk to you? Well, since they've been in the world, I've never sugarcoated any single thing. Yeah ever in life so I think they were kind of just raised that way to feel comfortable to come and talk to me because there were no secrets and I think that parents sometimes feel like their children are too young to understand this or they won't comprehend that and to that I say this if they know all of Beyonce's lyrics that five (laughs) you know they process that whole full song then they can have a conversation with you as long as you put it in a context that they can understand and so that's what that's what I did with my daughters and uh, but speaking to accountability I've also been very open and transparent about all of the things that I've gone through in my life I told them about the abusive relationship I talked to them about the first time I had sex I told them you know when I was homeless and what that felt like for me you know like every like there's not anything that someone could walk up to them and say did you know your mama and Mm -hmm. "Mm -hmm." she told us about the time in the club (laughs) in the bathroom we know you know what I mean so it's one of those and then I I think that has 
created this dynamic between us where when they're going through something, yeah, they come straight to me. That's good. And that hasn't changed. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I'm I'm hoping my daughter is only eleven, but I'm hoping See, don't say only eleven. Well, you're right, because when we have conversations, I mean She's heard me talk about being raped in college. Yes. Like we've, she's witnessed all of these, and we have these conversations. And I'm glad that she can come to me, even if I'm not prepared for a lot of things. Yeah. Like she, the whole where do babies come from? She's like, no, mommy, that's not what I heard. <laughs> I heard a penis, and I was like, wait, hold on, yes, wait, no. Yes. And it's like, okay, so I need to have yeah, the conversation. Yeah, because she busted you wide open. She said you tried penis. To say something and else, I, and she said, that ain't what I heard. <laughs> that ain't the word on the street, I mama. Like, wait. You know, so yeah, you got to go ahead on and <sighs> just have that full, complete conversation. And then let her know it's not all it's cracked up to be. Tell her Auntie Tammy say it hurts yes. like hell. And then you yes. don't really enjoy it. Yes. And you need to hold on to it as long as you can. Because yes. the minute you give it away, you're never going to have that first time feeling oh again. My which you won't enjoy anyway. I'm, I'm hoping she'll hold it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm hoping she'll hold it till she's like 42. Me um, too. That's what I'm banking on. <laughs> I'm going good though. 24 and 22 in today's yeah. you know, time. That for them to be abstinent, yeah, you know, I'm Gosh, like, I, that I is great. Yeah. I met a woman the other day. She was 45 years old who's never had who's sex, never had and sex. I was like, what? Yeah, now that's 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 doing it right there. <laughs> yeah, she's, I'm I'm thinking they're gonna top out at around 26. It's and coming. Yeah, it's coming. I feel like it's. You gonna think they're gonna to tell them. you when they do? Mm-hmm. Really, mm-hmm. Mama? You will not believe what happened I, last actually, night. Actually, I think they're gonna tell me. <laughs> Before they do it. Yeah. Like when they get to the moment of like, I feel like this, this is, is the person. person. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Call me when that happens. I will. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, sisterhood. You know, I don't see you on IG posting um, pictures in the club with uh, Grey Goose bottles and a whole yeah. group of women like <laughs> hashtag uh, squad goals. You know what I'm saying? Right. Bad bitches so, in right, the building. Right, right, I don't see that. So, like, do you have a tribe? And what I do, is your tribe? But my tribe doesn't frequent the club with the Grey Goose bottles. <laughs> um, you know, my group of friends i'm very selective because the word friend i don't use it lightly so uh we're we're all homebodies like you know we enjoy time in the backyard chilling now we we may have a hennessy bob yeah or two yeah Uh, and i might have a bud light yes but you know it's just it's you know i'm more about game night i'm more about couples therapy and interaction yeah (laughs) you know um because when you are with someone you like to interact with people that have someone too because you know it's a different type of camaraderie yes but uh yeah it's a small tribe it's a small tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Small yeah. tribe. Sometimes it's better for it to be small too. Yeah, I like it like that because the people that I've been friends with, I've been friends with them for a very, a long very long time. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. But to speak to sisterhood, if I may. Yes. Please do. <laughs> Please do. I would love for women to have more camaraderie and more sisterhood. And I think that we always talk about it, but nobody really displays it. Oh, yeah. And I feel like um, if we put the action behind the word, we could be so powerful together. But I think women are so caught up in being competition oh yeah with each other yeah that they they aren't comfortable with letting another female shine or another female win another bringing another female 
on, you oh, know, yeah. on their journey or oh, whatever, gosh, you yeah. know, business-wise, helping each other out. And and that's unfortunate because men do it. They do it all the time. All the time. Yep. And that's why they're still in a position of power and, and in a position of control, yeah. especially in business. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I just wish we knew how to do that better. And and sometimes, you know, you, you want to believe that setting the example will do it. You know what I mean? I think that um, there are people that I know who who are setting an example for mm-hmm. me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I watched them. I had a woman come up to me at one of my events right before it started. She was like, hey, sis, I don't know this lady at right. all. She was like, hey, sis. She was like, I just want to pray over your event before it starts. And I was like, okay, right. all right. And, you know... A couple of days later, she got on Instagram and just talked about how amazing the event was. was. I didn't ask her to do that. Mm -hmm. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, this is what sisterhood is. And now we're building a friendship. Yeah. And but this is what it's supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me that you're rooting for me. Mm-hmm. You know, we got this whole saying, I'm rooting for you, I'm rooting for you. But no, you're doing Well, everybody's me. rooting for you till you ask them to do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, they oh, yeah, I got you. And then, yeah. you know, say, well, or when I'm down, you over here, you know, yeah. stomping on me yeah. when I'm down. Yeah. It's like, come on, y'all. Yeah. So you're right. You know, I just I'm I don't know how else to do it, how else to make that change other than being I, the example. I don't I don't either, and I stopped trying to figure it out. <laughs> and so I said, well, I can only just be who I am as a person. You know yeah. what I mean? And like really and truly for me, I just really want all my all my females, black, whatever you know, whatever yeah. you, whatever race you are, whatever religion you are, I don't yeah. care. It's like I want us to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you know, like. Simple, simple things. It's like, you know, like you're, you're beautiful. This is gorgeous. You know, in social media, you know, everything's out there. So it's like nice comments because people see so much negativity all the time. You're always having to comment on people where I see this often on Twitter and on Instagram where you're kind of putting people in their place. Like, yo, this, this is, there's no place for negativity. Like I wish that there would be like a filter that could just, you know, come on Instagram. Y'all got enough money. Well, they got the block, but I still feel like that's not sufficient because I want you to see my shit. I just don't want you to comment on it. I want, I want you to be as miserable as you already, you know, as you already are. Yeah, be <laughs> mad. See it. But I don't yeah. want you to be able to say anything. And when I block you, now you can't yeah, see it yeah. either. That's true. You know, so they got to figure true. out something <laughs> for that. And you don't want to turn your comments off. Yeah. Because I want the positive yeah, comments to come through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so. just sad. It's so many miserable people. And social media has just made it just, I mean, it's terrifying. They just say whatever they want to say. And it. I just don't get it. Like, cause I don't follow anybody that I don't want to see their stuff. I don't go to somebody's page, yeah. you know, to take the time out of my day to leave, you know, negativity oh, on yeah. there. You yeah. Know, like, like, I'm, just, I just, I'm just not that person. Oh so, my gosh. you know, I only follow a few people cause the people I follow, I want to see what's going on in your oh, life. Yeah. Like I yeah. support you. Yeah. I, you know, let me uplift you. If I yeah. see you post something like yeah. a, feeling a certain type of way today, I'll be yeah. under God got you. You know what yes. I'm saying? It's like, I want yes. to empower you. Those, those are the people that yeah. I follow, you know yeah. what I mean? And, uh, but other other than that, I just feel like people sit at home and they make it their mission to just yeah. troll. Yeah, they have troll jobs and troll and troll and try to destroy. That's what they do. <laughs> Working for the enemy. But yeah. <laughs> um, the last part of respect my crown is service. Um, is there a way that you give back to the community, whether it's you know through um, an initiative that's close to you or? Mm-hmm. 
um, helping a young woman um, who's coming behind you, maybe mm-hmm. in entertainment? I, I think that for me, <laughs> through the outlets that I'm able to do so, I, I love. Um, there's a charity in Houston called Hope Over Hurt, which I know you're familiar mm-hmm. with. Yeah. That Wendy J. Turner is the founder of. And a lot of people don't know that my bonnets, I give a percentage of every sale oh, to wow. her so oh, that she sweet. can go out and, you know, uh, be on the front lines because oh, I'm not good. in Houston. I'm right, right. Uh, oh, so I do sweet. that. And then, uh, you know, with Bonnet Chronicles, it's like finding actors and new talent. And, yeah. You know, bringing them on and giving them an opportunity to just play a little That's and awesome. be involved in the craft. And I so love it. I do that. And yeah. uh, there's another charity that I'm affiliated with in New York. Um, and what they do primarily is go an outreach program, so to speak, uh, for Brooklyn and Queens, Newark, New Jersey, and going to find women who are displaced mm. and um, oh, wow. helping uh, kind of like foster type, type of situations, but for grown women, for grown oh, women you know, to, until good. they're able to get on their feet and um, that's awesome. be self-sufficient. And a lot of things that I do, uh, I don't like to speak about yeah. only because I, I don't do it because I want accolades or recognition. Yeah. And so to me, I feel like um, it's, it's, it's hard to say because I don't want to sound cliche either, but like I, I really do things from my heart. Yeah. And so I don't want anybody to know. That's sweet. That's sweet. I love it. Well, Tammy, I want to thank you for taking the time well, to chat with you, us. Um, I'm really, I'm really proud of you. It's really been, and, and I, and I don't say this because of our interview, but it's been a joy getting to know you. You really, thank you, thank you make you. me laugh. <laughs> you're, you're so, and I'm not to say that anyone would think you weren't, but you're really smart. And I learned a lot just throughout our conversations. And I really appreciate you. Thank and, you. Same um, here. And Tammy, people want to follow you on social media, uh, not troll you. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you. I don't know. <laughs> Google me, no. Uh, <laughs> Tammy Roman, and uh, it's T A M I Roman. You don't ever are you going to ever use your real name like for acting? What my real name? Tamisha? Yeah, I haven't been called Tamisha since I was 13 years old. I wanted to come and start the interview off just to see how you were going to react, like. We're here with Tamisha. Um, I was like, oh, you pulled out the old government? Um, I, you know, like, I'm not ashamed of my name. Like, people yeah. always say it like it's something that I should be like, oh, you, yeah. you know, it's not that. It's just that I haven't been called that since I was 13 years wow. old. Like, wow. my mother's friend decided she didn't want to call me Black Tamisha. people no always Yeah, they would give you a new name. name. Yeah. So she was like, you really like a Tammy. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, and I've been Tammy since I was 13 years old. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I might just call you Tamisha one day. You, if you call me Tamisha, I just, anybody who calls me Tamisha, I feel like, you from White Plains? You know, because that's, how long is it like, because I've been looking for the picture. And no one knows yeah. that though, right? <laughs> Well, people know. Do they know? Yeah, because if you Google it, yeah. it says. Well, on Wikipedia, yeah. Yeah, on Wikipedia. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know who made that up, who <laughs> makes those things up. But, you know, it, it says Tammy Roman, and then it'll say Tammy Akbar, yeah. and then it'll say Tamisha Akbar. Yeah. Like, like, my name yeah. is my name, yeah, but. Yeah. Tammy, leave everyone with one affirmation. Maybe there's something hmm. that you need to tell yourself every day.
maybe there's something you feel like just throughout the conversations that you've had with other women that that women need to hear right now and so it, it starts with I am oh it starts with I am okay I am living my truth yeah and the reason I picked that one is because that's how I've always been very transparent about every aspect of my life and my journey because I feel that's my testimony yeah but sometimes people will try to belittle you or make you feel less than based on the things that you've gone through mm -hmm. and that's because people like to see you where they last knew you to be oh, and they yeah. don't like to see growth or evolution and so to that I say this as long as you continue to live your truth up or down good or bad you're standing on just that mm -hmm. the truth right and any weapon that anybody tries to form against you because you're living truthfully yeah will not, and prosper. not prosper that's good I needed to hear that today okay thanks Tammy <laughs> <laughs> that was for you girl that was for you okay. <laughs> you are tuned in to respect my crown the podcast